Welcome to Life Church. We are an ex 242 community, a family on a mission to bring the life of Jesus to Warrington. We hope you're ready to hear what God has to say to you today through His Word and by His Spirit. Morning, everybody. I want to say, wow, what a week. <clears throat> uh, uh, week of prayer. I don't think it's any coincidence that when Lucas was putting dates down, uh, when we'd have a week of prayer, that we need all that prayer because it's been an eventful week, hasn't it? And uh, as Christians, we we hold on to God, God's promises, and what He what He has in His Word. Uh, we're going to open the Word in a minute. Um, but uh, no, a great week, great week of prayer. And we want to stay in that pace, don't we? When we pray like that, when we, when we turn up to prayer meetings and do that stuff, and when we're praying on our own, we want to, want to keep that pace going because, because it matters and uh, God listens to us and, and God loves when we pray. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're on a journey, aren't we? Prepared for the journey. Last week, Nick spoke about being prepared for the journey. Um, one point that stood out for me was about the mountain of God. And that, uh, that place where Moses was, was wilderness. And then later on, they called it the mountain of God. And how many of us are building stuff that, uh, because it is about building, isn't it? On our journey, we get an opportunity to build stuff. How many of us are building stuff that will be, will be named like that way? Like the mountain of God, the church of God, the house of God, the family of God. That's what we want to build, isn't it? Where, where, where our, our legacy, like Moses' legacy, was, was called that mountain of God. And uh, that was great last week. If you didn't hear it, listen to it on the podcast. Um, it's, uh, it's all there. Very good. So, yeah, journeys. Um, we watch the TV. We see the, so many, so many um, montages of the Queen, don't we? Her journey through life and that that makes us reflect on maybe our journey and just where you are now just think about the journey you you're on the journey you've been on how 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 you've you've come along that way and we see the queen don't we in all the amazing film and footage of of her life and we go wow what an amazing woman we don't always see the the things that didn't go so right do we you know, she she had a lot of challenges, and uh, and as a as a as a mum, as a grandmother, there were there were a lot of things that would have been difficult for her. Something I didn't know about the Queen was some of the stuff she had to do was was really quite difficult. And as a person like her, she must have found it very very frustrating. She had to meet people that that really didn't like her, really. You know, members of the IRA and that sort of thing. You know, she had to to suck that up and, and have meetings with them and talk to them. Idi Amin as well. She met Idi Amin, who was was one of the most awful terrorists in in Africa. But she she welcomed in her him into her home, and and there must have been times for her when she was pretty cross, where she was pretty angry. She might have kicked a corgi every now and then. We don't we don't see that <laughs> we don't see that on the TV, do we? And. Uh, and and we need to we need to remember that as well. You know, when we're watching this footage of the Queen, the the uh, the times when things are difficult for us, and that's about this series. That's about the guidance that that we need on this journey. Um, so this morning we're going to be looking at Exodus uh, a bit more about Moses and um, and how God guided him along the journey and the children of Israel. So my first slide there uh, is 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 showing pictures of the pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. 
And this was a quite amazing thing about the story. And one of the first things that God put in place after the children had fled from Egypt um, was that he gave them this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire at night. And it must have been such an amazing thing. And that's an artist impression, of course, of what that would have looked like. But as a kid, when I, when I remember reading these stories, you do think about what that cloud was like and what that fire was like. As kids, we, we used to have the light on, you know, have a nightlight or something like that. And that was comforting when you were going to sleep. And, uh, and that must have been comforting for the children of Israel to see that pillar of fire at night. And I think about the kids as well, as they would, they would look at that cloud and they would ask their parents, what is that? What, what, and, and God lived in that, in that cloud. God was in the cloud. That's what it tells us. And we're going to read a bit about that now. But I think it's such a visual representation of God, isn't it? That, that he gave them that when they left Israel. And, and, uh, and we don't have that kind of thing now. Um, we don't have that visual representation of God. And that's kind of like, as a Christian, you think, oh, it'd be really good if there was just a cloud up there. You just say, yes, that's God. He's in that cloud. Come on, everybody, believe. But we don't have that. And that's kind of part of, because because uh, we're spread out all across the world. So we can't, we can't have a cloud. And all the children of Israel were in one place when they, when they, when they left Egypt. So, so that it was easier for God to be there and, and, to, and to do that. And the, and the children of Israel needed that, that visual sign. So we're going to read a bit about that now. If you turn to your Bibles into Exodus 13. And uh, verse 20, just a couple of verses there. Um, so, yes, Exodus, Exodus 13, verse 20. This is just after the escape from Egypt. After leaving Succoth, they camped to Etham on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. Um, I've got a map. We love a map, don't we? Always love a map. Any excuse to get a map? In, in boring sermons, that's what you used to do, wasn't it? Go to the back of your Bible and look at the maps in the, in the Bible. Sorry, maybe it's just me. Um, and, uh, and you'd plot it. But it's not very, not very clear on here, sorry. But this is, the, this is Egypt and this is the wilderness where the children of Israel w really were wandering around for so long. And, uh, and basically Succoth is in this area here. And you can see there that the red line just crosses the Red Sea. So that the children of Israel were getting ready to cross the Red Sea. They didn't really know how they were going to do it. But as we know in the story, God, um, God makes a pathway through the Red Sea. And so they were at this place here. They, they fled from Egypt. It was pretty chaotic. They'd had the plagues. And you've got to remember as well, there were two million of them. They reckon there was about two million uh, Israelites had, had fled. So, and they were such a massive resource to the, to the Egyptians because they just did everything for the Egyptians. The Egyptians could just sit back and the Israelites just did everything for them. If you needed something doing, you just found an Israelite and they did it for you. And so that was the, the economy that, that, that the Egyptians had. And suddenly overnight, they'd all just left and gone. We have the Passover and, uh, and this type of thing. So, so there they were. One of the first things that God did was to, was to, would to, to give them this cloud and uh, of, of, of in the day and in the pillar of fire at night to guide them through it. So if you just turn in your Bibles one more page, and we read verse uh, chapter 14. Uh, and this is uh, around about the Red Sea. Uh, verse 24 in Exodus 14. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. 
So God was in that, in that cloud. He was in that fire. And he jammed the wheels of their chariots so they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. And if you read on through chapter 14, we, we get this amazing story of the, the waters passing, parting and Moses leading the children of Israel across the Red Sea. And, uh, and that cloud would have been there, that, that pillar of fire leading them through that. Um, and we really see God guiding the children of Israel, don't we, in that, in that time. But how does that relate to us today? How does that relate to us as Christians thousands of years later? We love these stories. We love to, to read about it. Uh, tell our kids about it and our grandchildren. Uh, so I've got three points this morning that I wanted to go to. So we've got the first one is guided by the Holy Spirit. We are guided by the Holy Spirit. We're guided by God's word and we're guided by God's voice. So we're just going to look at those three points and I've got some scripture as well for that. So the first one, they're guided by the Holy Spirit. The journey is uncertain and it is, isn't it? It's so uncertain. If you think just the last few years, COVID was so, you know, just came out of the blue and just absolutely devastated us, didn't it? Everything changed. We had to do things. We had to put masks on. We couldn't go places, couldn't visit people. Such an uncertain time. And we don't really think that life is going to be like that, do we? We think we've got it all sorted out. We know what's going to happen tomorrow, the next day. Got a plan. I go to school, I get a job, I'll, I'll have some kids and everything, everything works out like that. But, we, but, it's, not, but it's not, is it, that our lives are uncertain and the journey is uncertain. But when we have the Holy Spirit, there is a certainty to that. And, we, and we've, got, we've got some scripture there for that in John. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. When the Spirit comes, and we, we're, we're told that the, the Holy Spirit is promised to us as Christians. We just have to ask for the Holy Spirit. This morning during worship, we can feel the Holy Spirit, can't we? And we can, we can, we can speak to him in, in, that, in, in those moments. And the, the other verse there, John again, 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit is our helper, whom the Father will send in, in, in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. It's the Holy Spirit, our helper. And then in Romans, Paul writes into the Romans, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. You know, we've been praying this week and so many times you run out of words. And you can just speak to him in tongues. You can speak to, to, to God through the Holy Spirit. And, and, and you, you just get, you're, you're blessed by that. I think for me, the, the, when I look at those, uh, the map, if you could just go back to the map, please, Bethan. You see this, they wandered around for 40 years. There was, there, there was a, it was chaos, really. They could have just got across the top and it would only take it a few days. The Israelites wandered around the wilderness for 40 days. And I look back on my life and probably 40 years, I just wandered around. I didn't really know what I was doing. And, I, and I, it's, it's the same for a lot of people. We, we, you get to a certain age and you think, right, okay, I understand all this now. And it takes us a long time to realize that. And that's what God was doing with the Israelites. He, he, they needed to go through all these processes to get to the, to the promised land up there in Canaan. That's where they were aiming for. But they needed to go through all these things. And, 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 and the Holy Spirit is, is there with us along that way. Uh, and, and so, you know, 
we, sh we should think about that. In, in the last few months for me, I've had some bad health. I've, I've, I've suddenly discovered I've got gallstones, and one of the gallstones was, was blocking a duct. And, and it just uh, scuppered all my plans for the summer. I thought I was going to run a half marathon in June. And I was in hospital the week before, and the nurses were saying, you're not running a half marathon, mate. You need to, to rest. And, and we had great plans for the vine. I was going to be on some training courses. We were building a team to do some great stuff. But that wasn't God's plan. That, that wasn't what God wanted me to do. And I, ha I had to calm down and reflect and understand what that was, speak, speak to the Holy Spirit, understand what was going, because I could have got super stressed about it. It's like, why are you doing this, God? These weren't bad things that I wanted to do. These were things that, that were good, and they, I had a plan for them. Um, but God was like, no. And I think what I've learned through that is that I need to, I need, sometimes I need to stop and listen to what God wants me to do, and I need to, to rest. And, and I need to realize as well, I'm, I'm not getting any younger and I've got things in my body that are getting a bit old and decrepit. So, so I, need to, I need to take it a bit easy. So, so, so these are things that God teaches us along the way, isn't it? And he's got a plan. You know, that's what, that's what we're talking about this morning is this is God's, God's plan. We're on that journey. And, 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 and God says, no, you're not doing that yet. You're going to. You're, you're going to do some great stuff. But at the moment, you just need to, to concentrate on, the, on, on getting well, on, on digging in. And, and, and through that, I've, I've, uh, I've realized that, that it's God's timing, that I can't do this through my own strength. The next point, uh, number two, guided by God's word. And that I've put, the journey is difficult. And that through that journey, God's word is essential. Um, like I've just said, we can't do things in our own strength. We've got that grace, great verse there in Joshua 1 verse 4. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Um, Joshua's a great book. I, I used to read a lot of books when I was younger about generals and and. SAS and that sort of thing because I wanted to get inspiration from 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 the forces and that sort of thing but if you want some inspiration read Joshua because it's there it, 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 it a great book and one of the first verses you've got there in verse 8 is there telling you that the book of the law should be always on your lips we sing that as a worship song it's always on my lips but is it always on your lips I I, I went away from God many years ago and I and I and I liken it to literally taking God's word and moving away from it step by step. I put, I put it down. I put him down. And, and I thought in my own strength, I could still be a Christian, but I could, I could choose a job that I wanted because it was more money. And when I took that decision, I stepped away. And then I made another decision that I didn't really need to find a church because I was still a Christian. I didn't need to be in fellowship with other people. I could go shopping on a Sunday or do that sort of thing. I didn't need to be in amongst the church. And I stepped away again. And I kept making these decisions and stepping further and further away. And the cable will let me. And then the wheels fell off and it all went wrong. And I was so far away from God's word, from God, who he is, that I was stranded and I was in a right mess and I didn't have people around me to say, Jez, you're doing stupid things or, or Jez, we need to pray about this or, or Jez, we need to just, um, you need to sort your life out. I didn't have people around me doing that, but I had people around me going, yeah, that's all right. Crack on. That's all right. But that's what people do. That's what the world does. Carry on sinning. Carry on doing that. But I was so far away from God that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect to him. 
And, that, and that's what happened. And so we literally do need God's word with us every single day. That verse in Psalms there as well, Psalm 119, uh, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. We, we need to realize that the word of God has to be with us all the time. We need to be immersed in the word. We need to be... Uh, to, to, to realize it is essential for every part of what we do. And we need it in our decisions. When we make those decisions about our career, we make those decisions about our relationships. We need to look at the word because that, like Nick said last week, that's where God speaks to us the most is through his word. Okay. My last point is guided by God's voice. And uh, there we have a, a verse from Isaiah. Isaiah 30 verse 21 whether you turn to the right or to the left your ears will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it and Isaiah knew that when he wrote those words we have to listen carefully it's not always easy to to know what God wants us to do when we moved up here from Warrington to Warrington we didn't know if God really wanted us to, to come up here. We, had, we were very comfortable where we were. I had a, my own business. Laura was working in a great school. The kids were all settled. Everything was, was comfortable. And we came up here to visit a few times. And this was like, this isn't so comfortable up here, but it's really challenging. And, and God's doing something. So we could stay where we were. Or we could move up here and we were, we were praying, God, what do you want us to do? Do we do this? Do we not do this? Our family was back where we came from. My job was, was going really well. So I, 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 we decided we'd, we'd move. And uh, as soon as we started the pr process of moving, everything started to fall into place. And it wasn't a word from God. It wasn't a verse that I, I read. It was just God didn't stop us. God actually started things happening. And, 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 and that's something that's important to, to realize when we're, when we're guided by God is that if we're in the right place with God, he will stop us. And you, you need to listen to what I'm saying when you're in the right place with God. If you're not in the right place with God, then that's a different story. But if you are in the right place with God, then he will stop us from doing things. And, and, and he did that. He, Laura found a job almost immediately. I found a job very quickly up here. My business partner was very understanding and, and, and we left very amicably. And, uh, and we were really blessed coming up here. And we've been so blessed. I, I wouldn't be stood in front of you guys if we, if we hadn't moved up here. We wouldn't be doing all the stuff we're doing with the vine. And, you know, we came to this church. We, we moved to Warrington because of this church. Um, and that's my testimony to people at work. Why did you move to Warrington? It's not exactly the, a beautiful place. It's not where you pick on a map, is it, and say, yeah, let's go to Warrington. People want to know why I moved to Warrington. And I can tell them I moved because of church. And then that starts that conversation. I can witness to them. What, why did you come to Warrington? Why a church? What, what do you do? You know, why, why are you a bit different to everybody else and their decisions? So we're able to do that, aren't we, when we, when we listen to, to, for God's voice. And it's not always easy. We, we need, to, um, we need to, to try things. We need to, to speak to people who are good influences in our lives and, and ask them whether this is the right thing to do or not. And into the uh, New Testament, we are, uh, we're sheep, aren't we? And Jesus, the shepherd, in John 10, 27 to 28, in the New King James, My sheep hear my voice, 
and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And that's the truth that we have in Jesus. That's what we're saved into, isn't it? Uh, we, we have this, this truth, but we are sheep. We need to listen to his voice. He is our shepherd. And, 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 and we can tell other people about that very simply. You know, when we're getting ready for tomorrow, it's going to be a, a, a strange week again at work. People are, are in a bit of a somber mood. They're, they're thinking about the queen and they're, they're thinking about probably their own uh, mortality. And, and, and we're reminded of, of, of death, aren't we? And people don't like to think about death. People think they go on forever, but, but we all know we don't. So we have opportunity to speak to people next week as they're worried about that. And as it's a sad situation, can use examples from this morning that, that, we've, that we've spoken about. The Queen was an amazing person. She was a Christian. This afternoon on the telly, there's a whole program devoted to the Queen's faith, which is great. People are talking about faith. And, and, and we have opportunity to share that with other people. We get to share our faith. Um, and, and so we should do. Uh, and, and when you think about it, we are sheep. When we humble ourselves, when we, when we realize actually how stupid we are sometimes, um, then when we do need that shepherd leading us every step of the way. Um, and sorry, my nose is a bit blocked. Uh, this, this, the last point that I have is linked to God's voice, but it's also God is in, in sight. Um, and this is a verse again in Exodus. It's later on in the journey um, during the Exodus uh, where, where we're introduced to the tabernacle. So we've got the cloud and we've got the fire, the pillar of fire. But then when Moses went on to Mount Sinai, and if you've got that map, maybe Bethany you could just zoom back to the map. Thank you. This is Mount Sinai down here. And so they they been part of the journey and down at Mount Sinai Moses was told build a tabernacle and the tabernacle is a great story with loads of if you're into engineering and building there's all the dimensions and all the materials and all that stuff it's a great it's a great <laughs> it's a great story of everything they did and they had the, ta- the, the the people wanted the tabernacle God gave them the tabernacle but the cloud and the pillar of fire were also over the tabernacle and this verse we have um, in Exodus 40 34 to 38 and then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle in all the travels of the Israelites whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle they would set out but if the cloud did not lift they did not set out they were stopped from doing it if the cloud there. So God was literally guiding them with this, with this picture, with the cloud above the tabernacle. And so the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day and, and fire was in the cloud by night. So they still had the fire there over the top of the tabernacle. And then this, this verse, this is part of the verse, in the sight of all the Israelites during all their travels. And that's God's promise to us. He is in sight. God is in sight. We should remember that, 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 we, that, that we can see God through, through the way that we live every single day. And, and just like God was there above the tabernacle, 
he was in sight. And we need to remember that we can look to Jesus. We can look to God on a daily basis. And he is there in sight. You know, we know the end of the journey, don't we? We know, we know where the journey's taking us. We, we're going to die. But we know if we're a Christian, we'll go to heaven. So we, we know how the journey ends. But the journey getting there is difficult. It's complicated. It's uncertain. We've looked at that this morning. And we can probably all agree that during these times, we really don't know what's going to happen next. And with the, with the fuel crisis and the bills, we've got a lot of people around us as well who, we, who are friends and family who are also worried about what's going to happen next. But we know that God guides us every step of the way. And if we remember this verse, he is always in sight. That gives us hope and that gives us that, that understanding that, that God guides every step of our way. So let's pray. Let's commit these words, God's words, to us, to our hearts. Because praying is a massive part of, of how we, we live with God every day. Father, thank you for guiding us. We're sorry when we, when we do it on our own, because usually it goes wrong. Pray that we would focus on you. We would remember this pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire, and that we would focus on you, Lord, that we would turn to our Bibles, we'd read your word, we'd pray to you, and we would be able to witness to our friends and family around us during this difficult time. Bless us as we go into the next week easy on a Sunday it's more difficult on a Monday when we have to get up and do life draw alongside us speak to us Lord we love you guide our steps in Jesus name Amen We've come to the end of this week's message. We hope you've been impacted and inspired. Keep up to date with everything that's happening by visiting our website at www.lifechurchwarrington.com.